Hey, welcome out to the Journey Together podcast with Josh and Anna. We are talking about one of our most enjoyable. This is probably going to be my favorite podcast we ever do in the history of podcasts because we're talking about adventure planning today. Okay, why are we talking about adventure planning? I feel like we need to let everyone know uh, what this means to us. It's our joy. It's what, this is what excites us of just doing life together. And then on top of it, having, you know, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but the experiential intimacy side of things of like every aspect of it, planning it, getting it together. It's one of the, it's like the best things we can do. It's so much fun. Okay. Before we got married, Joshua had, uh, Hiked the Grand Canyon. Yep. Um, you were starting to really get into, you know, outdoorsy camping, hiking. I had never, I didn't grow up hiking or camping, but I, I enjoy physical activity, doing things outside. Yeah. Uh, so this is something that I made a decision to come alongside of you and that we would, as our kids got older, we had four kids in seven years. I uh, had my last child at 30 years old. You were 33. Mm-hmm. As they got older, that this was something we could do together. Yeah. So adventuring for us is is a part of our togetherness. Right. And what are you going to get out of this? That we want you to have an adventure in life with someone, okay? With your spouse, with friends, with family, that you make a decision. It might not look exactly how our adventures look. This is what works for us. Mm-hmm. And our budget, um, our budget, but also we, we enjoy it. We can do this on a on a really tight budget, and that's what people are always shocked. They they're like, "Man, you guys, you guys go everywhere. You guys do all these fun things." And it's like, "Hold on, we do them. Um, we can do a whole trip for under twelve hundred dollars usually." But I do have people that ask me, "Why don't you just go to the beach? Like, why are you doing this?" Mm-hmm. And when we get in and talk about what we do, then you might be that person of like, "No, I am not doing that. That's okay." But I hope that this stirs your heart to want to do something and to open, I don't know, just expand your horizon, your vision. Yeah, there's levels of comfort that you can choose. I mean, you know, if you're like, I'm not sleeping in a tent, well, you can still do everything we do, just go sleep in a hotel. If you're like, I don't want to go hiking, well, you can stay still in a hotel and just see everything from your car. It depends upon how far into the, the, the woods you want to go. Like, so it's all your decision. There's always things to do. You can actually apply how I plan a trip in the same way of go to Jamaica or, you know, some type of island resort. I mean, you know, it's, all, it's always up to you. And it always depends upon where you are financially as well. But if you're like, hey, we're really talking to those individuals that are on a tight budget, you have a lot of children, or even if you're single out there and you're listening and you're like, all right, how do I do this? You can still follow this plan of, of how we do it. One thing cool about uh, adventuring together, part of the planning is part of the fun. I enjoy the planning. Uh, this is something that I've, I've even told Josh, I want to plan together because this is fun for me. Mm-hmm. And this past year, uh, we went backpacking for six days, we did the Ray Lakes Loop in California. It was amazing. And uh, so we had to have our bear canisters uh, because you have to. You're in bear country. We've got our backpacks. So that means we're packing all of our food, meal planning, making sure that we, you know, we've got everything that we need. And that is equally as much fun 
as getting started on the trip. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's fun to do life together. Yeah. So here's some starting, here's some starting um, suggestions for you mental starting suggestions, because a lot of times you'd be like, man, this is overwhelming. I don't know how I could do that. Um, you know, whatever the case may be. This goes to having no fear of researching it. There's no, there's no commitment in this. Just research. If you found something, there's so many different uh, resources today when it comes to Instagram or um, whatever, you know, social blogs. media, there's blogs to see these particular areas. And you go, I want to visit this place, click it, put it in a top 10 of where you would like to visit, and then begin that process of researching out the area. When you research out the area, they're going to discover, okay, oh, wow, there's this place I could stay at, this campsite, these restrictions, whatever it is, you'll find it, and then don't be so nervous to try it out. Like, don't be so nervous to be like, all right, let me keep going a little deeper. You know, how much is it going to cost? Begin to set, you know, all of this into place of like, okay, I'm, this is going to cost this much, a plane ticket, whatever. Who can go with me? Who's going to be my my travel buddy or whatever? And then a t a try it. It's not going to hurt. Like, try it out. So I have a lot of people come up to me and they'll be like, all right, man, my wife would never do this. Or the wife will say, I would never do this. And, they're, and, I, and I have had the privilege to take these individuals on trips and they always end up going, that's not what I thought. It was, it's, this was awesome. Oh my gosh, this was, this was beautiful. Like, I loved it. Because they realized that it's not as rugged as you think. Like, my dad, I remember the first time, I was like, Dad, I really want you to go on this trip. And he was like, no way, I'm not doing that. I'm not sleeping in a tent. When we were finished, he was ready for the next one. Because it was that, it was that fun. And that's the changing that you need to have. Let's try it. Let's try it. What's it going to hurt? What's one week out of your life? Or maybe do a small weekend trip. What's one weekend? Try it. Now, could you have a bad camping experience? Have we ever had a bad camping experience? Yes. Sure. Uh, there was one time that we, the weather just turned and uh, all of the campsites were full where we were supposed to camp. We were unable to do it. It was snowing. It was just, I don't know, it wasn't a good situation. So we decided to travel off the mountain, find a new campsite, and we found one in the dark in torrential rain, woke up the next morning to a chihuahua, and I don't, I don't even know what was going on around me. A hundred children yeah, <laughs> running around trying to chase a chihuahua. But, you know, we did laugh. In the middle of it, it was not fun. I'm pretty no. sure I said something really unkind to you that night that I had to apologize for no, because I, I was remember. so tired and, and, and car sick from the, the traveling. Uh, but we laughed about it at the end. You know, that's that's an adventure. There's always going to be moments that aren't great. It just happens. But for me, it was saying, you know, I want to I do this. I want to try this. And, uh, and there were things I had to pray out. When we first started camping and hiking, I'm a side sleeper. I did not enjoy sleeping on the ground, of course, we have a sleeping pad, uh, like a backpacking sleeping pad, good, you know, good quality stuff, but it hurt. <laughs> I was not sleeping well. So I would leave our four kids tired after planning for them to be home with grandparents to then camping and not sleeping and then come home tired. I know this isn't helping your decision right now, but I had to really say, you know, God, I enjoy this, but I need to sleep better. Help me to sleep better on these trips. Show me how to do this. 
I got a better camping pillow. I got a really nice sleeping bag. Like I had to figure out my things that worked for me. And, uh, and I sleep well now. Like it took, there's some trial and error. So don't just give up because of a moment. Yeah. If this is something that you and your spouse can enjoy, uh, press in, figure yeah. it out. You know, we're talking about adventuring. We're talking about hiking. We're talking about camping, doing something outside your norm, if that's you. And it is going to take a little bit to, to find your flow. Yeah. That's okay. Be flexible. Yeah. We had to learn to invest into ourselves and the experience over time. So no, we weren't, we weren't financially able to go out and buy all the cool stuff right out the, right out the gate with like, Hey, let's buy the best pillows, buy the best sleeping bag. But we started collecting those things slowly and that created the, a better experience and enjoyment in what we're doing. So it was something every year we would invest in a new item. We actually gotten to the point now that we really, a lot of times we'll just say, I don't think we need anything else. So yeah. And I utilize eBay. Some of you might be afraid of eBay. People will buy camping gear, go camping or hiking once and make a decision they don't like it or it's not for them and sell their stuff secondhand on eBay. Uh, it's a great tool for me um, to use to find good quality stuff that, that I can uh, hike or camp with for, for the gear that I need. So that's nice. So, you, you know, you've got your ways that you can work it into your budget cool story. I was really wanting a pair of Kewl hiking shorts, but they were like 70 something dollars. It was not in my budget to spend 70 something dollars for these shorts. And I went to the Lord and asked him for his help. And I was driving down the road. This is true story. Not making this up. I had all the kids with me and right in my spirit, the Holy Spirit who will lead us. He said, your shorts are at Goodwill. No lie. Okay. I thought, oh my gosh, I need to go to Goodwill. I did not like going to Goodwill with my kids. It's crazy. So they were little. So I pull into Goodwill, take all of them in there, go right back to the short rack. There were my hiking shorts in the color I wanted, the exact style and size, brand new. I got them for $3.99. <laughs> and I remember that was like one of those Holy Ghost moments that oh, yeah. shakes you up where God just says, you know, I care about what you care about and I want to provide for you. It blessed my socks off. It's like that testimony is up there with any big testimony I've ever had. Because <laughs> the Holy Ghost told me to go to Goodwill to get a pair of hiking shorts. It's amazing. So I say that because God cares about the adventures you're taking in life. Yeah. And he wants to provide and supply those needs. Uh, and he'll do it. Like yeah. if you listen, he'll do it. He's going to help you. So I want to. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is prepping yourself to say, I'll try it. Let's do this. Don't be so negative about it. Like, cause I, I guarantee you, you're going to love it. You're going to see things you've never seen before and it's beautiful. Okay. So this is prefacing that. Now the next thing you need to do here, here you go. I find at least two to three locations that I want to go to. I start thinking about the two to three locations and then I say, all right, what do I want to get from this? Is it a long backpacking hike? that we're going to be out in the backcountry, or is it more of a sightseeing type of adventure where you're like, we're going to spend two days here, we're going to drive so far, and, you know, it's kind of the idea of what's settling inside of my want, of like, what do I want out of this trip? Because a lot of times we, we've flip-flopped a lot, a lot of different years, of one time it's going to be backcountry for, you know, three days, six days, or then backcountry meaning that you're going to park your car, and you're going to leave your car, <laughs> and... Nine times out of ten, you will not have cell phone service. 
and you're going to be in that backcountry hiking with all of your needs on your back. Right. So that's what we did this past September. Yes. We did six days, uh, the Ray Lakes Loop, R-A-E, in California. We started on uh, the independent side in Onion Valley. Yeah. I uh, found a cool Facebook group, actually, that yeah. all these people were posting about it. And I told Josh, I was like, hey, this is a full loop. Yeah. So that so let me stop you right there, because what she's saying is we had two to three different ideas. Yes. So she started researching. She found the group on Ray Lakes Loop. Which then, with their their knowledge of the trip, created a comfort in us to go, hey, we could do this. This looks really cool. And then we we shifted all of our attention to say, we're going to do the Ray Lakes Loop. Yes, and to getting those permits and to planning that trip. On the other side, a couple of years ago, we were supposed to backpack, but because of the fires in Yosemite, we mm -hmm. had to quickly switch our trip in the airport. In the airport. And we did a camping, a day-by-day -day camping, tent camping trip, uh, driving in our vehicle in Utah. And we did all of the major national parks in Utah. And it was a really fun trip. And we saw some cool things. Uh, so it was driving each day. We put in two hotels so we could get clean. And then the rest, I think we had, what, uh, five to six days in a tent, maybe one or two days in a hotel. Yep. Uh, we went from site to site got our tent camping sites, and just went and hiked for the day, came back to our tent. And at, some of the camping sites we stayed at, actually only one. One campsite had, had, a, shower had a shower house. Yeah. It was amazing. It was like the coolest place on planet. But okay, we'll get that in a second. What When I decide that we're going to do this one trip, now, well, let's, let's use, well, I won't use a trip for an example, but I'll just say that we, we would plan this one trip. We go, all right. We decided now we're not going to, you know, stay in the backcountry or, or whatever the case. We're just going to stay there and kind of travel around that particular area. What I've done now is, is then I'll look at a particular season that you should visit because yeah. that's important. You'll see everyone's opinion when, how, like when you should visit this, when you shouldn't visit that. And, uh, and it's usually due to weather, due to bugs. So, yeah, if you could go, a lot of times people won't even research that stuff out, and then what they'll they'll do is they'll get there and they'll they'll just be, you know, entrenched with bugs, <laughs> and then right. they're like, I or hated snow, it. or snow, or snow. They went in, it, the snow hadn't melted. Right. So then you need to find that season. Now beware. So trip planner beware, because everyone then knows that this is the particular season to go. And then it's hard to get permits, it's hard to get campsites, it's hard to everything. And then when you get there, it's overpopulated, it's, ran, it's overran with, with people everywhere, and then it's not enjoyable. I mean, Zion National Park is beautiful, but it is just overwhelming. It can it, get really busy. Busy. In the, in the heavy traffic season, it's busy. And I mean, it's, and then it becomes miserable because it's like you're in New York City outside. Do you feel like you need to have a second option if, uh, I know you're going to say yes, but if your first option, when you go in to put in permits, if it's somewhere you need permits and you recognize, oh, I can't get these permits because it's so popular. Yeah. We've had that discussion where we need to have a backup plan ready in case we can't get trip A. We need to have a plan for trip B if you're going to be camping and hiking, because especially during the pandemic, um, camping and hiking became very popular. 
and it became more challenging at times to get these permits to some of the places you want to go to. Oh, yeah, it was brutal. So you had to have a plan B. Yeah, because sometimes the prep and planning is way ahead of time. So don't think you can just be like, let's go to Yosemite next week. It's like, no, you might be able to do that if you live in the area. And then they have certain permits that are available each day to hike certain things. But it is definitely months out. You need to be paying attention to these open dates of when to submit for permits or whatever. But don't, again, don't let that, you know, in, intimidate you. Don't, don't allow that right now because that is, those are easy steps to take. So don't let that happen. So once you've decided the season, so Ann and I, we only hike in these two months. There's two, well, there's three months, but two particular months that we enjoy, and it's May, because what's happening is the seasoning, the season of that particular area is just opening up. There still could be some snow, that's a, and it still could be cold. And we've learned to be okay with that because we've experienced the overpopulated, overran areas, and we would endure the winter weather over dealing with people everywhere because it just makes it unenjoyable. And then we've chosen September, which is at the end of the season. So what happens with the end of the season, again, you actually, it's September and October. So that's like three different months there we've, we've chosen to hike in. October, you're definitely running a risk of snow again because you're in the mountain range. Um, now, if you chose to go like Death Valley in October, it's awesome. I mean, October, Death Valley every year, every month of the year, I believe is amazing. Um, except obviously July and August, if you, you know, those are super hot. But I would, I would encourage you September or May, September, October, due to the fact that you're going to love it because the children aren't there. They're back in school. You don't have all the traffic in this wonderful month to camp and hike. So that's what we do. Then we try to, if your employer allows you to do this, do it because we found that it's easier to get permits on um, really weird days versus like it's going to be hard to get a permit um, Friday to Monday. Though if you're trying to get four days somewhere or five days somewhere, what happens is if you, if you could do a trip from Tuesday to Tuesday. So if you can take off work from Tuesday to Tuesday, it's awesome because then you can get these weird open permits that are like, you know, Wednesday to Saturday, because no one picked Wednesday and Thursday is awesome. So that's what you, that's what typically we do. So we do a weird day type of thing. Most of the time, you know, we're gone for more than seven days. We try to take more like nine, 10 days out West um, so that we don't come back tired. So after a hike, we'll give ourselves a couple days off and just enjoy the mountain scenery, enjoy the resting. We'll get in a, a really nice hotel and we'll just rest and relax. And then we come home and and we're ready to go. One of the reasons we chose to camp and hike, uh, for us, it's a mental break. It's wonderful having, I like to move. Josh likes to move. We like, we like to walk fast and hike fast, but we enjoy separating ourselves. We enjoy being in nature and the views are spectacular. You just don't get to see these views in your everyday moments. And it's nice to quiet your mind and to just walk uh, and talk to the Lord. Uh, we enjoy the camaraderie with one another. 
Um, we've had other couples go with us. I will say that if you choose to have other couples or people go with you, you need to invite people that have good attitudes. Invite people that enjoy what the trip looks like. Uh, our friends that we've hiked with, in hard situations, we choose to laugh and <laughs> right. make the most out of it because yeah. it's going to hurt. There's going to be moments this past time, man, my backpack, I had bruises on my hips. And I know you're like, why in the world? I, I got through it. We laughed about it. But I had some moments where I brought the wrong pants, had some bruising, and it's okay. Like I made it. <laughs> but I had to laugh about it yeah. rather than complain. You do not want to go on trips with complainers. No. No. So pick the right people. You've got to pick the right people if you're going to do and you or you need to be straight up and have that conversation before the trip starts. Yeah, it's about having fun. It's about having fun. It's about laughing instead of crying, making the most out of it. Is an adventure trip laying on the beach? No. No. So you can't have that notion of like cuz some of you only have 2 weeks of vacation and this is your you are working so hard in your at your job that you're like I I don't want to go out west and go hiking and that's like my week vacation. You may not want that, so you have to be aware that you are going to walk. There's going to be some pain and soreness and it's not necessarily a a rest that you would um typically have at the beach if the beach is your thing. So I I mean I will warn you on that, but I still would encourage you to try this out because you may find that it's a different type of rest and an adventure travel moment can just change everything. So so back to my plan here of how I do things. Of I plan the trip. I know where I'm going. I start the process of, of picking this out and I go, oh, this is it. So then there's a few different things I'll do. I'll go to like kayak.com and I look for plane tickets typically on Sunday evenings um, you know, there's all these types of blogs that will tell you when you should be looking for plane tickets, you know, certain days of the week, certain sales uh, days that the, that, the, that the airlines are having. Uh, I do, I have paid attention recently, the plane tickets have kind of gone up. Um, so they, they fluctuate, so just be patient with that. Uh, you, I'll, I'll be looking for um, plane tickets in the month of January for the month of May, uh, and then typically I'll wait till about April and I'll be finding tickets in September. I don't know what it is, but those are the months that I'll be looking for. So if I'm looking for plane tickets in May, I'm looking in January. If I'm looking for plane tickets in September, I'm looking in April. And it always works out great for me. And then I'll go to kayak.com, but then I'll go to the actual airlines to purchase the tickets. I, don't, I do not purchase from kayak. I only go to kayak.com to see all of the different airlines. Now pay attention to your airline so it, or your airport where you are because um, you may have to go to southwest.com uh, because your airline is only, Southwest is only on their own website, not on the kayaks and different other websites. So go to the website, start finding what that best flight is, if it's early morning, whatever. Sometimes we compromise because we're just looking for a great cheap ticket to fly out. And then off we go. We buy the plane ticket and then I start scheduling out the week. So I will get in my a notepad, my, my, my little leather bound note. I'll write down if I'm leaving on a Tuesday, all right, Tuesday dash. And then I leave some space and I go to the next day, Wednesday dash, Thursday dash. And then I start filling out 
the days of planning. What do I want to do? We're going to go hiking this day. We're going to do that. And then I begin to write out the details. I then go to the permits, the national park websites. If I need a campsite, I'll start looking at the different campsites. I can do all of this within one day. Do you need to tell them the national park website, what that is? so they NPS.gov. NPS.gov. Yep. Yes. And then I will begin to look at the campsites, all the different ones of where I want. Like Anna had mentioned, you go to Facebook.com. She got a hold of a group. These people write out their itineraries. We'll compare itinerary and be like, oh, we love this itinerary. Pinterest. Pinterest uh, is great. Has a great lot of lot of resources, especially for backpacking meals or camping foods. You can get really creative and have a lot of fun yep. with the food that you. So I'll get bring. to that in a second. Okay, that's fine. So then, once you've planned out your trip, then Anna and I will then Anna does this way better than I do. Then we start planning out what meals we're going to need. So then you start the process of meal planning, and that meal planning is a lot of fun because, like she said, Pinterest you have, you find ingredients, how to yeah. pack things. These are things if you're in the backcountry. Some of you are choosing to say, I want a car camp. So you're in your car and you just pop a tent out wherever it is, or that's fine. And you'll say, well, I'd rather prefer just to go back into town or go to the nice eatery, the restaurant. We do that as well, but it also to save some money, we'll have packs of oatmeal for breakfast. Um, you know, little granola things for yeah. the morning. I'll add dried fruit to it, powdered milk, yeah. packets of honey. You can get individual packets on Amazon. Also, if... Uh, you're at restaurants and or you you pick up to go food and you have extra condiments that are packets. Oh yes. Yeah. You Snatch save up, those and you take that with you uh, on you know to your campsite because those are really easy to pack. Yeah. And one of our favorite meals this past year that we did was um, mashed potatoes, instant, instant mashed potatoes, yeah. instant stuffing with gravy <laughs> and uh, canned chicken. It was and it was like, amazing. Yeah, it was like we were having Thanksgiving on the trail. But when you're hiking all day long, hunger is the sauce that makes everything taste good. Write that down. Because that's a true fact. So, Which is hilarious, but it's true. So I would encourage you to not like, uh, like I don't want oh, that. Oh, I don't want to eat box stuffing. You would you be don't shocked. Really, you, yeah, that's not really your thing. No, and but it was amazing. But it was amazing. That was yeah. I mean, life hacks. You're going to see all sorts of food life hacks as you start researching this out. One of the things, if we make sandwiches for lunch, even if we're car camping, we won't buy a loaf of bread. We'll buy bagels, because what's great about a bagel is it doesn't get smashed and it's dense, where you get a lot and it'll fill you up. Yeah, or tortilla wraps. We buy the fiber tortilla wraps and we fill those up. um, So you're gonna you're gonna love researching out the food aspect yeah, of it's it. It's fun. Yeah, so don't let that discourage you. Then comes the gear and equipment, because as you start planning out your trip of what you're going to do, you can beg beg and borrow from your friends as well. So you can say, hey, aren't you guys campers? Do you, do you guys have this? Like, ask if you can borrow it. Borrow some of these items because you don't want the cost to be so elevated that it discourages you from being able to go. One thing you have to have are good shoes. Okay, guys, there's yeah. no camping and you're gonna hiking. You're going to have to buy shoes. You have to buy good shoes that you have tried out. We enjoy purchasing from REI or Amazon because you can return or exchange easily if you have an REI uh, membership. Definitely get the REI membership. Um, it is worth getting. It is worth Pays it. Pays back your your dividend, what you're buying into. I sent back two pair of shoes last year. Josh was making fun of me, but it took until pair three. I needed new hiking boots. I ended up with a pair of Danners that I really enjoyed. I decided to go like a mid 
uh, ankle, which I had not been doing. Usually I do a, you like a low top. I love Solomon shoes. I love the lace. Where you don't have do, to tie. Yeah, the yeah. lace system that the Solomon shoes But I enjoyed have. my danders, no blisters. I found some really great blister pads, though, for when I do need something like that. But uh, great hiking shoes and great socks. Darn Tough or Smart Wool socks are the best, in my opinion, to hike with. And uh, the cool thing, darn tough, you can wear those often two days in a row, but you rinse them out in a creek, they're ready to go. Same for Smartwool. I hiked in both pairs this past, um, for a while now, and I absolutely love those socks. They're really nice. Yeah. They're expensive. Sometimes they go on, so I've bought those on eBay. New, not used, and gotten them 5 to $6 cheaper than what you would uh, at another store. Yeah. So don't be afraid to ask a friend for to borrow some items. Don't be afraid to use eBay. Know that you're going to have to have good shoes. You're going to have to have a few good things, especially like a good outdoor uh, puff jacket that's lightweight that you can take off and put on. Layers are really important as you begin to plan. So if it's going to be cold, have layers. You know, it's funny. We always say every single year we always overpack and we pack too much clothing. And it's sad because we're like, why did we bring all this stuff when we wore the same shirt every day? You think that you're going to change, but then you realize why. Now, at nighttime, we change into different sleeping wear. Yeah, we're shorts. Because you feel better. Yeah, yeah. you definitely feel better. Uh, But some of the brands we love, uh, I like Eddie Bauer. It's quality clothing. Um, L.L. Bean, uh, your jacket that you have right now. Marmot. Is Marmot. It's a great jacket, of course. Patagonia. I mean, there's some, these are great quality brands yeah. that I have last a pullover that I love that's made by the um gosh, what, I don't know what's the company called I forget right now Sh- uh Sherpa oh Sherpa yeah it's a great you've had pullover. it for years and it looks I've, new yeah it's so nice yeah so uh, there's some wool. quality items that you can purchase that are a little bit more expensive than what you would want but the Sherpa I have it's funny because the photos we have of our trips I have that Sherpa on basically every single year so it's as if I've I've been on this gigantic long adventure my hair is a little bit more gray and my wrinkly (laughs) face but the clothes never change because the quality is there so yeah yeah and how do we cook our food we do not uh do the cold soaking method no No. we we have a little stove um jet boil stove we invested in that and it's worth every penny because it heats the water up super quick and then you know, we have our meals. It's great. You know, water. We have little travel bowls that we've we've purchased. Little things. Great like that water filtration systems. Yeah, there's so many things that you can buy and invest in that's worth it for your trip. And that makes your trip uh, easier. Our tent. Uh, we've got a two person tent. Mm-hmm. And is it a three season? Yes, three seasons. So you pay attention to the seasons because it's about based upon climate of your comfortability. And where you're going to go, pay attention to that. I would always encourage you, at least buy three season. If you're going to, like, if you love the cold, buy four season. And but. our sleeping bag is rated. Uh, my, I have a three-layer sleeping bag from North Face. Yours are like 17 degrees. It's rated. So. Yeah, and uh, it's great. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's really such a great thing to do. So if you're curious on some of our adventures, you can see some of our photos on unsplash.com. Um, so I upload a lot of our photos there. It's a great site just for photos, but, um, the unsplash.com backslash hammy at, sorry, at hammy, uh, H-A-M-M-Y. And you can see all of our adventure photos. You can see a link if you're 
on our on the YouTube here. Click down and you'll click and we'll that. post some pictures on the blog as well. Yeah, but our adventures, man, we've gone everywhere. We've gone to Canada. We've gone to Banff. Um, we've gone to. We were uh, supposed to backpack Tonquin Valley, and a, sto- a snowstorm blew in last minute. Yep. Uh, we woke up to a foot of snow, and and it was cold, guys. It was very cold. We we're pretty sad. The loop we were going to do, uh, they we were going to see some wonderful wildlife. We ended up in some sh- uh, chalets there. These beautiful cabins. In Jasper in Canada. And the trip changed. It was a, still an adventure, but it was it was a great adventure. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Glacier. I've been, um, it, you know, Mount St. Helens. I mentioned that earlier. Mount Whitney in California, which is the highest peak in the lower 48. Anna and I have summited that once. We've hiked it multiple times in the area. The Ray Lake Loop Trail that we just mentioned, that's also in that area. We love Bishop, California, Alabama Hills, uh, which is located in Lone Pine, California. We love those locations. Death Valley is one of my favorite national parks. Uh, You can pull off to the side of the road and you can just start walking. Now, be careful, take water, Be let everyone know that you're going out there because people have gotten lost and died, but be smart when you camp and hike. We've done Half Dome in Yosemite. Yep. And, uh, oh, uh, the ghost town. Bodie. Bodie. The ghost town. We've gone there. We've hiked the Grand Canyon. Anna's hiked it once. I've hiked it uh, over a dozen plus times now. Uh, we love that area. We love Utah. All of the national parks in Utah are worth visiting. If you can do the Mighty Five, do it. Uh, one of our coolest locations we've ever been in, and it's the, the most underrated and probably in my top three is Goblin Valley. Goblin Valley was Beautiful. so cool. It, I, we, I, it was like you were in a Star Wars movie, okay? Yeah. We woke up. The sun rising was the largest sun I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was stunning. You need to look it up. It was and the, and the campsite, we were very dirty at that point in our trip. And we did not know that this campsite had a shower house. And when we pulled in, it was like we won a million dollars. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was amazing. And so Goblin Valley, we will visit again for sure. So if you ever have any questions and you're just like, man, I don't know. Hey, message us on our website. If you're like, hey, how would you do this? Uh, This is how what we would do. I would encourage you to do that, guys. This is really something that we have found our marriage, in our marriage, to do together, which brings a lot of joy. The planning of it, the adventure, being out there together. We've done trips alone. We've done trips with friends. This is, it's worth doing. Get out there and And do something. It's been an investment uh, that once a year, we made a decision, and we were capable of doing it, to have this marriage trip. And uh, we wanted to do something that we worked together on that was an adventure, Adventure is important to us, and so that's that's why we chose this path, and uh, and I don't regret it. I'm I'm excited for our net our next adventure. Uh, the Ray Lake Loop was a little more challenging um, than what I thought, I think. But at the end of it, I remember thinking, all right, next year maybe we do need to go to the beach. And then <laughs> then last week, uh, I looked at Josh and I was like, oh, you know what? We need to hike this, or we should go hike that. Then I immediately go find a new adventure for us to go to. And uh, we, we always go back to camping and hiking uh, because we love it. We do. I mean, I love being on the beach with you. Yes, yes. But there is something a lot of fun. Being in a tent at night, it's a lot of fun. And we make, we, the stories that we're making together, the laughter, 
the just the adventure it's so fun and especially to doing it with friends i mean we love our hiking buddies and it is it is so much fun and we look forward to new hiking buddies we look forward to uh, continuing with our old hiking buddies we just love it i mean we love people we love doing things together that journey uh, of experiencing the extremes of adrenaline and and the the hardships of life it is it's we just laugh and we laugh and there's nothing one of my most enjoyable things about doing an adventure is after the adventure and you go to a really great restaurant and you're and you're clean and you have good clothes on you're like oh and you're sitting there and you're just looking at each other and you begin to laugh about what you just did and uh, and you're already thinking about the next one. And it's, it's just a great time. I, and also, there are beautiful places in the United States of America. Okay, so... Yeah, you don't have to go far. <laughs> you don't have to go far. Uh, and the moment you start this process, you're going to find some really great places to go to adventure with your people. Um, we've taken our kids out west. We had a blast with them. We look forward to taking them again. And... Uh, and, and we encourage you to, to do this. Uh, also, if you're interested on finding out more about our gear, let us know. That could be something that we could put out as well. We yeah, we'll put it. a list of our gear out there. But it's uh, there's a lot of gear we're going to leave out <laughs> because we just can't remember it all. But we have we have collected a lot of gear. Um, but again, we, we do it over time, and it's a lot of fun. But And we have taken our children on our adventures. We have taken them out there with us before. And I've hiked the Grand Canyon multiple times now with a couple of my children. I got two more to take out west. We can do this. We're we're, you know, we we set money apart for this. This is what we do. We make sacrifices because we know that investing in these adventures changes who we are, what we're doing, how we think, how we see the world, the perspective of it, getting outside of our everyday routines. That's what it's about. In the hiking community, they're fun people. Oh, gosh, We yes. love meeting people on the trail. And we have met some doozies yeah. on the trail. Uh, one of my favorite stories, <laughs> we met a young girl when we were backpacking Mount Whitney, and she was out there all by herself, had been out for over a month doing, uh, was she on the PCT? Yeah, she was on the PCT. And she started hiking. The Pacific Crest Trail, for some of you. Her mom had passed away from cancer. Uh, she had a satellite phone. She checked in with her dad every day. I always hike with a tiny little Bible, my little pocket Bible. And um, one of the couples with us fed her some extra food. Yeah. We got to pray with her. Yeah, it was and awesome. And love on her. She opened her heart up and just shared her story. And here we are in the middle of the wilderness meeting this young woman, and God had a divine appointment for us to just share the love of Jesus with her. That's what's awesome about um, about adventuring life together with people. Yeah, we're able to take God everywhere we go. I mean, it's not just, we didn't leave, we're not on this adventure and leaving God at home. No, man, it's, it's really cool to see God just work and uh, move in our hearts and move in other people's hearts as we go out and adventure and do things. Yeah, a lot of times in our adventures, we always start off with like, hey, God, this is what I'm believing for. I'm believing for something big when I come out of this. And, um, I, and we've put him first in our prayers. And when we're out there, we, we, a lot of mornings we'll wake up and we'll start with prayer. Not a lot. Every morning, we we always tend to start <laughs> yeah, with prayer start with of prayer. like, hey, let's you know, let's put this before God. God protect our our ankles, our our shoulders, our you know, 
our head, knees, and toes. You know, we we do that. We pray first and say, God, we we thank you for a great trip. And yeah, God will bring people along the way. I got to talk to a woman we were car camping that she met her son. He was hiking the PCT. She was bringing him supplies. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And I go, hey, I like your dog. And then she goes, what are you doing? <laughs> and then it opened up to us. Belie- she started crying when I told her about the church and us believing God for a church in Washington State for her family, for her to go to, like, it blessed me so much. When you step out and just adventure with God and adventure together, yeah. he will connect you with people that you can bless. Yeah, that's it. So, hey, listen, don't be fearful. Make a make a plan, commit to it, begin to plan it out. Find all the resources out there. There's so many different ones. Begin to collect items and then set sail with a good attitude and invite people along the journey with you and you're going to love it. Yeah, you're going to have a blast. All right, guys. Enjoy today. Enjoy tomorrow. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.